Hey guys, welcome back to the Black and the Beast podcast. My name is Kirsten. I am your host. We are about to talk about the beauties of being black and the beast we deal with every single day as per the usual. But this week, uh, in regards to like a general subject matter and what we're going to talk about, I just want to talk about like empathy and COVID. Like just just honestly, because I feel like when they when you talk about COVID, there are so many caveats to it, and it's like um, so it's unique. It's very unique, and I think a lot of us have not truly paid attention to the fact that we have not been mentally, physically, or emotionally put in a position to truly deal with these things. And when I say truly deal with them, I mean like to accept that our lives literally changed overnight and that it is not the same. It's gone. It's done. So I'm going to take a quick break. Throw some uh, advertisements at you guys, like buy my book. You all hear that again. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it because I do think that it is an important conversation to have, especially with the amount of time that's passed and everything that's going on here. So thank you guys for checking back in with me. Thank you for being patient. And enjoy the show. Hey guys, just speaking in. Uh, random book, my book, something I've always wanted. Kirsten Smith, Amazon. Go look for it. Go get it. Thank you. All right, welcome back. As I stated, this episode is going to be about COVID because we are still all living with this. And it's going to be like my little check-in on it. Um, And just because I feel like when it comes down to COVID evolutionarily, uh, evolution-wise, it's been a situation where when you really look at it, people start out, people started out in the initial state of fear and compromise and like let's do what we have to do but it was very limited and now we're at this point where COVID is so much a part of our everyday that you do have people that want to kind of forget it and want to go back to this time where we were able to just be out and we were able to just do whatever we wanted and we're literally not there and the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because one, I'm black and I can give empathy from a black perspective because it is a situation where we have a lot of things that we want to do. We have a lot of issues that would keep us from wanting to be inside the house. And it's something that we need to look at. We have a lot of privileges that we you know, want to be a part of. People have events and functions and things that they want to do because life is still happening throughout this process. And so it's like, for me, it's one of those things where when you really think about it. I want to talk about the fact that fast forward where we are today, all we really want is for people to have empathy. At this point, when it comes down to COVID, we know we got to wear our masks. We know we got to wash our hands, sanitize. We know what we have to do. But also, it's been going on for so long that you have some people who like, and you couldn't understand it, have gotten to this point where it's like, yo, I ain't got it yet. I'm going to do what I got to do and I'm going to have a good time because I ain't got it yet or I'm not going to get it. And it's not true. 
It's just simply not true. It still is an everyday part of our lives. Like you still, not necessarily that you need to live afraid, but you need to to understand that like, this is not gone yet. This has not gone anywhere. This experience has not transitioned outside of the emotional part. So with that being said, with us knowing, yo, you got to wear your mask and people feeling like that's their part. Let's talk about the fact that, like, just from a mental health perspective, because it's black and the beast. Like, from a mental health perspective, look at it as, yeah, you're wearing your mask, but you wanted to go out and you're at a function where there are hella people. You, you are that one person that's out doing whatever you got to do, doing whatever you want to do, which is your right. But you also have other people around you that are just as susceptible as you to this illness and its immediate like functions. Still, you got people giving it to people on accident. From a mental health perspective, I think that something that we all need to take this initiative in is proactively looking at and addressing the possibilities while also understanding that you cannot control them, while also understanding that in a situation like this, if you've done all that you can do, it's not your fault, literally. Like, the reason why I chose this subject matter is because COVID's actually hit very close to home. Uh, And my whole family, like, we had to go get tested today. And it's a thing where just like I said, from an empathy perspective and just having to experience it, we got to talk about this part. We really do because we tiptoe around it. Like I said, or I might not have said it. I might've said it in in something I cut out of here, but like COVID's kind of like, like a SCD of, of, of fucking illnesses. You don't want to say that you got it. You might think that you have it, but you're going to ignore it. Like you have everyone out there saying that if it happened to them, they're they're going to do what they have to do. You have everyone out there saying that they're going to do what they have to do. But just like sex, some motherfuckers slip the condom off and in the immediate moment, don't think about it and they don't care. And that's the same thing that we're experiencing with COVID. At the end of the day, you have everyone, right? You got the person who genuinely just don't care. You got the person that just got to go to work. You got the person who's moderate in their actions. Like no one can come here. We'll meet outside. And every single version of the people that I just described are susceptible to this. And with that being said, even if you don't care about yourself, you have to acknowledge that everyone is susceptible but you can also give it to someone. These are all common sense things that we've talked about. But like I said, from a mental health perspective, at this point, you have to think about the fact that when you get COVID, realistically, even though over 200,000 people have died in this country from it, even though the world is experiencing this illness, even though this is happening, this virus, like even though this is happening, When you, as an individual, get COVID, 
you feel personally responsible. We can break that down. You feel personally responsible about something you couldn't control. Just imagine how you would feel if you went to a beach party, went to the club, got COVID, and now everybody, like literally everybody around you has to go and get tested. It's a difference if it's God's, God's plan. It's, a, it's, it's literally a difference in that versus yours. <clears throat> now I'm scared to cough. But <laughs> it's a difference versus your your thought process and what you plan on doing and how you want to move in your life. Like, and, and others, like we have to at some point accept the part of our lives that resembles a matrix, that resembles a network. We are all connected. You are one person who can make individual decisions for yourself, but those decisions affect over 30 people directly associated with you. You gotta be accountable so that the person who, who did everything that they could do, so that that person, when they find out that they might have this because of another person who probably did everything that they could do, they don't feel like it's their fault. At the end of the day, COVID is exactly where it was when we picked it up. All we know now is that you put a mask on and the person next to you might be like, that's it. We don't know who, how many times you can get it. We don't have anything that we actually have faith in when it comes down to this. So at the end of the day, as a, as a, a network of people, when it comes down to COVID, I really feel like the cure, and not even if it's not a cure, just a, a way to stop it, is for human beings to activate their empathy for the people around them. Like you as a person might not give a fuck. You might drink fucking six shots every night and be good, but you gotta care for the people on the road when you get in the car. If anything, if we can get to that point, then when it comes down to COVID, if more of us cared about the other drivers on the fucking road, if we actually got to that point, I feel like it would be a different situation. It literally would just be a different situation. You would see numbers reduced. You would see situational like mishaps being limited. Mental health, empathy. You cannot be angry at a person for getting COVID. You can't. You get up, you go to work, you go to the store when you need pads, you go to the doctor when you're not feeling well. You do it for yourself, other people do too. And we've all been fucking trying, especially, in, I'm talking to, to black people too, like in general, like other people, yes, but black people in general, we have been fucking trying. This has been a very traumatic experience. And yes, uh, some of us just wanna get the fuck out. Yeah, your home, some of our homes are not as peaceful as they were when this all started. Like at the end of the day, yeah. But we also have to at some point accept responsibility in the fact that this is not just a, vi a virus. Human beings carry it. Human beings only have it for a certain duration of days. Can you activate the empathy in yourself that will leave you in a situation 
and the people around you in a situation where you're uncomfortable, but you're at peace. It makes sense if you're an adult. It literally makes sense if you're an adult. It's time for us to stop looking at COVID as just a virus that affects old people and that affects this specific group and pre-existing conditions. We gotta stop looking at it that way because it's so much fucking deeper. COVID and 2020 combined have taught us that we just need to be. We have to activate the empathy. We have to feel for the people around us. We have to love and we have to be compassionate. We have to go, okay, I wanna go the fuck out, but I also understand that my mother might not be exactly comfortable with that. So we gonna work together and figure out a compromise. Instead of going to the club, I'm gonna go outside. We're gonna go to this little picnic or some shit where all of us are hella far apart. And my mom has peace of mind, and I also do too, because you can go to the club, you can go to this party, but don't act shocked when you are the reason everybody got to make a call. But also don't be shocked when you're not in the club and you are the reason everybody got to make a call. Because at this point, all of us might have to make that call. And we got to prepare for that part. We have to prepare for the fact that in all of us having to make that call and all of us being susceptible, regardless of anything that we want to come up with in all of that, we have to prepare for the fact that somebody might call. And am I going to be angry at what you couldn't control because of what's in my control or what I can't control? Or am I going to be compassionate? Am I going to love you? Am I going to ostracize you? Because that's a realistic concern. The media has painted all of this out as something that is huge. And it's not huge for everybody. But if you acknowledge that it was huge for somebody, maybe you can make a difference. And I don't wanna sound like I'm preaching or anything, but it's just, I really do feel for it because at the end of the day, like I've been saying this for the last few weeks, COVID has not gone anywhere. COVID is here, it is present and it is active and it is getting closer and closer to home with all of us. Even if like some of us have had it, didn't know, some of us have had it and they had a reason to say nothing because it was in the midst of something. Like some of us have been in that. Can we have empathy? Can we have love? Can we demonstrate a little bit of compassion? Can we stop? Can we acknowledge the fact that Nothing is changing this. Not an idea of a check, not an idea of, 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 you feel me, like vaccines. They're happening, but not fast enough. There are a lot of things that are happening, but every day still exists. Have empathy for the people around you because even if you were to get COVID and still live your life every day and be fine, the reality is that the people around you might not be the same. Some people got a room in their house to catch COVID. Some people have space in their house to catch COVID. Some people have a place to go. Some people have and some don't. And we have to look at that. Because if we fix those problems, I'm telling you, COVID, will, COVID, it wouldn't necessarily disappear, but it would be less of a problem, legitimately less of a problem. 
But I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back. Uh, I need to go drink me something because, like I said, everybody had to go get tested. So I got this little, par- <coughs> uh, see, paranoia until I know what's up. But I just feel really passionate about it. And in the moment, I want to talk about it because the feelings are fresh. And for me, as someone who's Black, I think that, yes, COVID has impacted everybody, but from a mental health perspective with the trauma of 2020 and just racism and death and genocide, all of the different things that we're dealing with, like COVID has a different impact. So that trigger might trigger some other shit and you have to be careful. But like I said, I'm gonna take a break and then I'm gonna get back into that. Thank you guys. All right. And so now that we have talked about just the general empathy idea in association with COVID, um, I would just like to talk about something that I've noticed in this experience. Um, It has triggered more empathy than anything, realistically. And this is why I say we need it, because I'm getting to see the impact of it. I think that when the people around you are not conducive to a more optimistic spirit, COVID can kill you. Like it can happen anyway, but I feel like from what I'm noticing, and when I say it can kill you, I'm talking about mentally. Like we already understand the physical element of it. I don't want to sound insensitive in that way, but there are so many possibilities. We've seen literally almost all of them. And you never really consider the good ones. A lot of people don't. And at the end of the day, one thing I can say is right now, I feel like if in regards to family, in regards to community, this has made our community strong in a way where, you know, at the end of the day, there's nothing we could do about it. We are shockingly fine. And it says a lot. Because just imagine if you were in a victim state. I mean, I know someone who's in a victim state when it comes down to this. But just imagine if you were in a victim state when it happened. Yelling, angry, hurt. And not like, and not one of those things where it's you're you're hurting for a reason. There's a difference. But you got some people out there that go out every day and will blame you directly. You did this, this, that, and the third. Even though realistically it doesn't make sense. You feel me? Like, it's one of those things where most of the people around me have demonstrated, and this is going to sound crazy, but it's like a God level of empathy. Because what can you really do? What can you really do? In 2020, when when a person calls you and says, hey, I was around someone who had COVID. I might have it. I had to go get tested. What can you do? I told my one of my family members earlier that 2020 has been a religious experience. 2020 has been more religious than any church I've ever gone to. 2020 has been more religious in regards to its experience than any epiphany I've ever had. 2020 alone when it comes down to COVID. And I'm going to be honest, I feel like God prepared us for certain elements when it came down to this. Even if you don't believe in God per se, 
whatever source energy you believe in, when you think about how 2020 has abused you, by the time you get that call, you're probably going to be tired. So tired that you ain't even about to fight whatever it is that they're saying on the other line. You can't. Everybody's struggling. Who the fuck are you to hurt somebody? Not even to hurt somebody. Who are you to bully somebody over something that's not in their control? All you want to do is control shit. Most people, you wish you can create a circumstance where COVID was not a worry for you or a concern. If more people, if more people acknowledged that that was their true motive when it comes down to COVID, we would probably be in a, a different circumstance. At the end of the day, it's just, it's one of those things where, like I said, just mentally prepare yourself, man. I um, noticed that, and this is just for me to point it out. Uh, I listened to that Joe Rogan Kanye interview, and it's random, but I do talk all over the place, too. I think if you do listen to the podcast, that might be a part of the reason why you listen to it, because um, I get to the point. But in me talking all over the place, and I'm only acknowledging this because I feel like I, I've done it a couple times this episode, but in me talking all over the place, it's literally because at the end of the day, pfft, you just got to go where it take you. That's what 2020 has been. Like I said, it's a religious experience. You just got to follow the path. And at the end of the day, this COVID path, man, like I said, is so many different caveats in regards to the different experiences that we're getting from it. We literally went from a, a point of being so afraid of COVID that we cleared out stores of items just to being to the point where it's like, all right, I'm gonna plan a vacation. They'll open the strip clubs back up. And nothing's changed. People still dying. People still dealing with certain things. Like the only thing that's changed is the hospital beds. So it's one of those things where it's like, bro, at the end of the day, when it comes down to COVID, regardless of what's said and regardless of the different directions. I just want it to be acknowledged that, bro, this is a very unique situation and we have to treat it as such, but we also, we got to activate our humanity in a situation that's out of our control. It's literally out of our control. That's the most human thing about us. These experiences are unique to us because they're unique to us. Animals don't have a choice. We do. You can choose to be compassionate. You can choose to be loving. You can choose to be conscious for the people around you. You literally can choose that. And we have to because COVID is not something that we're going to figure out, at least not anytime soon. But what we do know are the people around us. We know what will make them break. We know what will prop them up. And that's what we need to focus on. Because when we do come out of this and we do evolve into a world where COVID is less of a problem, you're not going to be able to come back from certain things. And we got to be able to come back from them. Strong. Strong. You feel me? And so, just like last week, this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual. It's going to be back to regular episode length. I mean, you could hear it. My passion's back to what it was. But it's just legitimately been rough. And I think that it's been so rough that, like, at this point, we have to resort to all of the things that built humanity up. We have to. 
because outside of that, like, we're not going to survive. COVID is killing us slow. It's literally killing us slow. If you looked at human beings as one body, COVID is definitely, definitely like gangrene on a foot. And we have to, we got to catch it. We got to cut it off. And sometimes that comes from the humanity within us. So if anything, I hope this episode, it makes you think about it a little bit differently. Think about it from a, from more of an empathy perspective because COVID is not just happening on TV. Your neighbor could have COVID and you not know. The person that you're talking to, like your, your, your significant other could have it and you not know. You literally, I found out that a relative and one of her children has it. I don't have to go into detail or anything about who it is or anything of that nature because y'all don't know her. But it's one of those things where in that it can be anyone. House of four, two people. So just be conscious of that. And then think about it from an empathy perspective. How would you feel if you got that call? And then how would you feel if you had to make it? And then figure out how you would prevent it. Then figure that out. Thank you for listening. I'm going to come back real quick with a shout out. And I want you guys to really contemplate on what you're going to do when you get that call. Because I'm not saying you're going to get it, but if you do, that's what we need to think about. Stop looking at COVID as, a, as, as an external problem. It's internal. It's affecting all of us. We all know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Thank you. We'll be right back.